All right. After the layoff, we uh, we didn't have an episode last week. Well, we did. <laughs> we, yeah. we just didn't post it. Yeah, we recorded one and it was, I mean, it was flat. It was. It Sometimes was you just don't have it, folks. And last week, we definitely didn't have we it. Didn't we, have <laughs> Matt listened to it back and then texted me right after and said, we can't even release any no. of this. We no. sound like just lethargic losers it was so we had nothing to talk about no do we have anything today i think so i think we got some good stuff because today we took also a layoff off of clubhouse yeah because i found it has been kind of dying down a little bit in terms of the amount of rooms i'm seeing stuff ed stulak might be right (laughs) for those of you who don't know ed stulak friend of the show guest of the podcast predicted a couple months ago when we had him on that podcast or no, that clubhouse would be dead by June yeah. of 2021. But I will say they are, they're going to start monetizing. Yeah. So that could be huge and that could change. Absolutely. That'll so, put us on clubhouse every single day. We'll fucking be there. <laughs> you better believe we'll be there every day. That's why I redownload. I, I told you I redownloaded the app. Did you actually I, delete it from your phone? No, I didn't. But yeah, I didn't. Gonna... I didn't use it at all. <laughs> but then I just saw, you know, Clubhouse monetization. And I was like, all right, let's go. Let's go see what's going on in there. And exactly, we were immediately back on. But I will say, we we crushed two rooms in a row a couple of days ago. Felt good to back be back to, in the saddle. So the first room we did was for my brokerage, my amazing brokerage, the agency. I think now you know why I feel so strongly about them. They're pretty why? awesome. Why? Because there was one good clubhouse. Now it's the best brokerage in the world. They're pretty awesome people. You got to admit. They are. Yeah. Mackenzie killed it. She yeah. was the moderator. Mackenzie Green it was the moderator. Um, and she's unreal. She's exactly how you should moderate. Um, she didn't do the clap. The mute on and off to clap she actually engaged when she thought something was funny she laughed it was which so was much, huge so, huge for us yeah. to get that validation we always joke whenever we whenever we try to make a joke in a clubhouse and we get those claps it's not nearly the same reaction as a laughter so yeah. it it you know throws off our momentum when we say something that's just flat but she did a fantastic job yeah. at laughing or fake laughing whatever she was doing but it, it was it just, whatever it was it was amazing it made us feel good usually it takes like a couple of minutes to warm up but i felt like we just got right into that one yeah and i thought out of all the clubhouses we've done that was it was fun and like we did we bantered back and forth but i think we provided a lot of value in that one yeah like more than the others so much value we're on it yeah, we were. We're fucking on our game, we were and then talking Instagram strategy. I was even complimenting stories. you. Yeah, I know. I th- I think it's good when we we battle a little bit, but then we also reinforce. Yeah, so, so we don't sound mean. Yes, yeah, so we don't sound mean, and it's fun to put on a show. But I think the reason we took a couple week hiatus is because we found ourselves saying the same stuff in clubhouses, and yeah. then we also found that every clubhouse was still saying the same thing. Like I would join these real estate happy hours or the Zillow, or not the Zillow lounge, the Zillow killer or the broker yeah. lounge. And it's the same speakers saying the same stuff over and over and over again. Like, how is this? How, how are people still listening to this? So I know that's why we took a little break. I mean, some are kind of, yeah, they're, they're reaching, they're reaching. So a lot of stuff I go on, they ask, you know, what are you grateful for all this? Like, it's, oh a my fucking, God, fuck man. I'm dude, like, the, dude, I don't fucking know. You it's, know? 
I hate answering those questions. I don't know how people have a response to those. This one I was just in a couple of days ago, it was what in your business can you do away with? And what in your business can you not do away with? And also what in your business, if you stop doing today, would people notice? Yeah. And mine, of course, would be like posting something on Instagram. But it, like the, the room had nowhere to evolve because everybody was so bogged down in that question. And people yeah. aren't professional speakers. So when they're, <clears throat> as I... <laughs> As I cough, uh, people didn't have great responses to this. And, yeah. and just hearing, you know, Joe Schmo from Baltimore talk about what he's grateful for in his business, like, who cares? Yeah, it's and when there's too many speak, like too many moderators or too many people on stage, you're right. That one question takes up the entire room because it's like, yeah. oh, well, let's hear what uh, James has to say, and let's okay, now let's go to Cheryl, and yeah. they all say the same thing, yeah. just in different sounding voices so yeah exactly we but got I, yeah we got I, I asked think, a weird question what question that on the canadian real estate what was the we got asked um how our work-life balance oh uh, yeah and you that, didn't that's a popular answer. one no i was like I, I don't know how to answer that that's just you know like who wants to hear that i i agree not mine but just anybody's work-life balance balance i want to yeah, hear no. gary vaynerchuk's and yeah. people actually crush it, but I don't want to hear some random Toronto realtor tell me about his work-life balance. It means nothing to me. I'm like not getting response. any information. What was your response? I don't know. You didn't oh, like it though. A, I said something. Because you're a Toronto realtor. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I think this uh, this clubhouse monetization thing. So we just read the article actually. <laughs> Yeah. Even though we, I, I've been talking about it for three days and I only read the headline. Of course, that's that. what we do. <laughs> so I just read it two seconds ago, at least, you know, I summarized it. Yeah. And apparently it's going to be like tips, basically. And this feature is not enabled yet. They're rolling it out to a small group of creators and then hopefully everybody. I don't know if there's going to be a follower limit or something or only verified creators, if that's even a thing on Clubhouse. Yeah, I don't think it is. They should make okay. that a thing, though. They should at some point. Yeah. And it'll be sweet, I think, because you'll be able to just tip people that are putting on a good show or providing value or being funny. And that will encourage people to stay on the platform because it seems like now people are kind of shying away from it, not shying away from it, but getting sick of it. Well, it's just as I mean, we were talking off air and uh, you were saying how, you know, as things are opening up, it's just people aren't sitting in their house all day. So I mean, there's just not as people don't have as much time anymore to just sit on a clubhouse for at first. It seemed like 17 hours. I think yeah. people were there all day. The real, the real world is starting to come back a little bit. Yeah. Like the TV, like the MTV show. I wish that was coming back. <laughs> so I like do, that show. So do I. I love that show. <laughs> Imagine the real world with realtors. Oh my God. Well, why That'd don't be, we do that? They'd all just be drunk on the couch. That'd be hilarious. Just, com just complaining to each other about everything. I, I like the real world road rules challenges. That Remember those? Theo Vaughn was on that. Yeah, that's right. He was way back when. But yeah. a reality show like that for realtors, there'd have to be something enticing. Like you just get a fucking like 200 hot leads at the end of it or some shit. Like you win, yeah. like you win like a like Ryan Sarant's database or some shit, you know? That's like what you win if you like stay on the island. Yeah. Or you win like a, a huge listing or you just, you a win enough listing. money where you don't have to become a realtor anymore. That would, that, that would be incredible. Yeah. A huge listing would probably be way more 
Yeah, a fucking data. I'm talking like a data. Ryan Serhant's <laughs> specific New York elite database. Yeah, like you win like a, a huge listing, and then you maybe win like a big listing, and then like a co-list with Ryan Serhant or some shit. Right. We should talk to him about it. Maybe we can get that going. Yeah, we should. Where I know. think we should still do the curb your enthusiasm of real estate first. Yeah, Have it scripted. I don't want oh, to yeah. watch five realtors in a room making cold calls. That sounds like a terrible show. No, not that. But I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe it's like a. You have to do like the challenge, you know, mm-hmm. the challenge. You have to yeah, do yeah. like, okay, like, you know, unlock gonna, this door. You have five, unlock <laughs> this door. And Open this lockbox. Yeah, exactly. Like just things like that. I that would be hilarious. I think it'd like, be a good show. I feel like watch it. Like an NFL combine style of, <laughs> of real estate activities. Yeah. Like, you all get the same lead. You have five people to try to call it. Then you have a showing thing where you have to get the house ready in the best way opening yeah. up the windows turning on the lights you know you have scented candles you're provided yeah. with these things to uh, get rid of a smell or something like that and then we come in and judge we yes. come in and judge and be, so there's the five houses they all get to get it ready in their own way they can stage it how they want do whatever and then we come in and rate them out of 10 and the marketing video they could do a music video. Yeah. They have thirty minutes to create a marketing. This is incredible. Video. I, this I, think is. We sh- I don't. I think we should. Fucking Let's stop cut the podcast this. now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop it and create this. This is incredible. Uh, and then you could have judges. Yeah, like you said, like yeah. three judges, like Shark Tank, and have like Tom Ferry, Ryan, a couple other huge celebrities, Maurizio, me, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into your celebrity, but, and it could be called like Real Brackets Estate World. Right, exactly. I like that a lot. What other challenges could there be? I like the cold call challenge, the, the getting the home ready, box, yeah. getting the home ready, marketing, marketing video, um, writing up a contract as quickly as possible. That's a big one. Pressure contract writing. So maybe you are hammered and you're in a crazy environment or something like that, and you have to write or you have to respond to the request for repairs, and you're sitting there on your computer, and everybody in the background is going completely insane. Yeah, that'd be good. You could also choose your outfit. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you could either go with like branded real estate stuff or like yeah. see whatever. And then I think there's a lot of challenges there. You Getting know, open house leads too. So each agent could sit in open house and then a couple walks in and whoever relates with that couple the best gets that lead or yeah. you know wins that challenge. And you could see what kind of car the couple pulls up and you could see their license plate. And then maybe you could pick up on things like, oh, they're from Minnesota. Are they a Vikings fan? Should I start a conversation about that? Yeah. So building rapport. Yeah. Building rapport. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It sums it up. Yeah. He's a Vikings fan. He's got fucking stickers on his car. (laughs) Yeah. Building rapport. Um, And I think whoever builds the best rapport and has the most leads at the end of Mm -hmm. it, like whoever has the least leads and builds the worst rapport is gone. Yep. Every week. And there's probably like, 10 or 12 they probably start with 10 or 12 agents you know and the winner of the contest gets to join the agency as the yeah yeah it joins the agency and has to a co-list with like me right exactly (laughs) has to gets to co-list with you how do we start this show i think that show would be hilarious incredible guys let us know in the comments if we missed anything uh yeah what challenges yeah what challenges and what challenges you would like to see and if you think you're a good fit for the show because we could we'll start this just on our YouTube or our Facebook. We don't need to get like a actual network behind it. No, we don't. You know, we don't need anything. Everyone's always concerned about getting on TV or Netflix. 
there's more views on YouTube and Instagram yeah. than like cable TV. Who the fuck's yeah, watching right. HGTV? I mean, I wouldn't. People, uh, yeah, I would. I mean, if some if HGTV called me, I'd I'd be there in a second. Hundred percent. There's there's no chance because I interviewed for some. I've interviewed for like three TV shows. Oh really? I've and each one, I try to tell them I'm not doing that much real estate, so we can't use any of my listings or anything like that. But I interviewed for a Zillow show that was supposed to come out. That was like you spend an overnight in a crazy house and they just film you. And as a realtor, you're supposed to walk around and kind of talk about the house, but it was like haunted houses or crazy houses, something like that. And I interviewed with my uh, mentor, Robbie Sikora, and we thought we crushed the interview and then we just never got a call back. I've never heard of the show either though. So, well, it doesn't exist. So they, they, they nixed the show. So it wasn't me. Yeah. I've never interviewed for a show. Um, but I feel like we're going to get a Netflix show or something. No, I feel like we should do, we should be judges on our own reality show. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it's going to get picked up by like Netflix or like fucking Hulu. Yeah. And then we're going to get, this is a really good idea. This is incredible guys. Yeah. Let us know if, if there's anything we missed and if you know anyone good for the show, Yeah. So we'll get this shit going. Yeah. We'll start it right now. <clears throat> right now. Um, also since uh, talking about Netflix, getting on Netflix, Hulu, I pulled a bit of a prank on you a couple of days ago. Yes, a vicious <laughs> prank. So, as you both know, uh, Eric and I. As you both know. Uh, are, uh, did I say you both know? As everybody knows. I think I said, as you all know. Oh, yeah, you might have. Who, who knows? Go on, sorry. We are lusting for the blue check mark. Fiending. <laughs> and uh, the other day, I thought it'd be funny to Photoshop a blue check mark on my profile and i sent it to eric i was like dude it fucking happened i've arrived when you texted me dude in all caps and the finally happened before you actually sent the text or before you sent the picture i knew what you were referring to oh yeah and your heart stopped my my heart stopped (laughs) and my stomach dropped and my balls shriveled (laughs) and i started sweating and i was half pissed half excited because i was like you know what if, if matt got verified that's great that's good for the podcast you know i'm not in direct competition with this guy he's a you know he's a person i'm posting memes he's like makes total sense you yeah, know talking talk, talking myself through it <laughs> and then you sent me and then you sent me the picture yeah it looked good looked really good <laughs> that check next to your name was sexy as hell i gotta admit but then i checked your instagram before you even messaged me again yeah and I saw that it wasn't there and yeah. I did refresh, but okay. when you were texting me about it, I acted excited for you. So you Remember knew my responses. Yes. Cause I so thought you that knew you already. Gonna... Yeah. So I thought that you were going to use my text messages in like a text group to, you know, Ben and Dan or post it being like, look how pissed off the broke agent got after my verification. So I did it <laughs> thinking that you were going to screenshot them anyway. That's so how psychotic I am. I messaged Dan and Ben. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to tell Eric that I got verified. Um, he's obviously going to go check the profile. And then I sent them another version. So I have my uh, iPhone like on black mode. So it, the, the background's always black. And then like you can do like, you can have a white background or a black background. So I did the verification in both. So then I sent them the white background. I was like, you know, send this to Eric and say like his Instagram's just not working 
even when he's refreshing. But I thought you were going to get way more pissed. So I know. Then, I know you did. That's why I, I so didn't react When like you were that. very happy for me, I felt bad. Immediately exactly. felt so bad. I flipped it on you. <laughs> and then I even said, I still have the text. I said, abort, abort. He's being really nice <laughs> he's about being it. too nice. And then I felt so bad. And then I put a blue check mark beside your name. And it looked really good. It looked really good as well. And I thought about posting that to my story and saying we made it, but then it's not April Fool's. And then it just looks pathetic. Like that's all we care about. Well, originally what I was going to do was just post that I was almost at 20,000 followers Mm -hmm. and tag you, be like, hey, I'm almost at 20,000. Just have the blue check right beside. Right. But then I was scared Instagram was going to (laughs) like take my profile down. (laughs) Exactly. And then you'll never get one again. I'm trying to find the text. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was. Uh, oh, yeah. So it, so you, you sent it to me and I said, oh, my God, let's go yeah. with like five O's. <laughs> right That's there, incredible. So bad. That just happened. But while I'm texting that, I knew it hadn't happened. <laughs> but I was still hedging, thinking, OK, if this actually did happen, I want this documented that I was happy and not jealous at all. And he said, no, I spent the last hour photoshopping. I said, dude, <laughs> that would have been so epic. <laughs> it looked good. It looked yeah. good. Yeah. It just just came to me. I was like, I'm gonna fuck with Eric. It's a good prank. Um, just because I know how much that means to you, and to you. Let's be honest here. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely to both of us. But you are gonna get it though. Yeah, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna get it first. I mean, well, that's that's why we'll... this the Instagram strategy is changing, and I've said this a couple times before and done nothing about it. But I'm gonna start to. Well, post... I know you sent me a video. It's good. No, like, that one wasn't good. I deleted that immediately. Oh, it was good. You thought it so? Actually, yeah, it actually was good. It didn't do good on TikTok, did it? It was up for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. Uh, but I'm going to do a lot more posts with me involved. But Not just fuck, for the verification, but the algorithm. Fuck TikTok, though. Do it on Reels. I know. TikTok was like it was my testing ground. Yeah, it's good testing ground. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like the TikTok audience is not i know zach said they were and he has 1.6 million followers so with i have 130 so what do i know but yeah. i feel like there you can you're following especially you and for me is way more loyal on instagram people i think so too TikTok, like they follow i follow whoever i don't know like yeah i see something funny and i follow it and then i forget yeah that's true yeah i i think the, po- the posting on TikTok, which I haven't done in months, needs to come back a little bit. But I am just going to test it out again there. Like yeah. yesterday and a couple of days ago, I spent a lot of time just scrolling through it. Like I completely avoided the app for months. I del- I actually deleted off my phone. Because it, it made me feel guilty that I wasn't posting on it. And then also yeah. you just get in these TikTok holes where you just watch and you get these songs replaying in your head and these lights and these attractive people just flashing in your face. And it's just, it's not it's horrible. It really is. And you can like go to sleep with the images of them bouncing up and down. Not, you know what I mean? Not. <laughs> well, you, you, you get on your feed what you watch most. So I think we all know what. Uh... Just chicks. <laughs> Literally just, it's like golf shots. It's like three irons being striped down the middle. And then just like girls. My favorite thing on TikTok is the dogs with the Siri voice. I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, see, that doesn't pop up in my feed. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I I can tell from Complete the bounce. Degeneracy. The bounce down, I know. Yeah. It's, uh, 
popping up there. But yeah, I, I avoided the app and I needed to rewatch a bunch of it to try to get some more ideas because you use other people's sounds. You kind of like mimic other styles. Yeah. And I'm going to start to do that again. And I'm going to start to post on reels. And this is my uh, pact is I'm going to do at least one a week of, of me yeah. on the feed. That's good. Yeah. A lot of them were good. And you need that, but you also need more press, mm -hmm. like more real deal press, which you have. Yeah. But it's like Inman news and stuff. Th this is all for the verification check, by the way. That's Yeah. yeah. Press. And once we get our Netflix show where we're hosting the real estate world, that's going to Then it will come. Yeah. It'll come like immediately. Yeah. Although some of the guys from Million Dollar Beach House still don't have it. The blue check. I know. Yeah. We had Mike Fulfrey on the podcast yeah. and he, uh, he, he hooked it. it up with the verification guy. Yeah. Well, and it's not his fault. I mean, no, he, not at all. He, tr he tried, but I mean, we, uh, we submitted our verifications and then I got like 10 WhatsApp messages from random people again. So did I, I get them me. every day now. They know. know, they, they fucking know. know, but I don't know. I think once we do the, we have some shit in the works. Like we said, we, we got a book that we're thinking. We got the real estate world. It'll be in the works for another eight months. <laughs> the book the book is going to be really funny. Um, real estate world, the Curb Your Enthusiasm real estate stuff. Um, we got a lot of stuff. The podcast. The education platform. The education platform. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that we're going to be rolling out. But I do need to touch on real quick, and I'm pivoting mm -hmm. here. Um, just did a deal with my nona italian for grandmother um is have you ever done a deal with family no yeah i didn't think so I didn't. They, they live in arizona yeah so yeah that's that's his excuse um it's it's a whole different ball game <clears throat> it's already stressful dealing with someone's largest asset but then when you add you know i'm just a, a nephew so what do I know in their eyes, you know? So it's very difficult. I don't know if people have similar experiences, but it's a fucking nightmare. I'm sure it was. Um, Didn't you say you were dealing with your grandma's like five sons yeah, or something Yeah, so like it's that? like my dad, which was, he's he just knows that I know what I'm doing. So he lets me do what I want. So he was awesome, obviously. And then it wasn't even like, it was just, we were always talking about it. There was no separation like normally I would talk to my client and then they would talk amongst themselves and I wouldn't be there, but there was none of that. So that's where I found it was most difficult. Like I would talk to them, but then I would stay on the phone and then right. they would discuss as I'm there. Uh, and then the conference call with five people on it with five different people and different opinions. And it was a lot. Um, we eventually got it done and it, uh, I think everyone's happy. Um, but it it closed it didn't close but we firmed up okay so it's closing in two months but yeah it was uh stress probably the most stressful deal i've ever done in my life i'm sure and it's yeah it's just, just too much especially with i've dealt with family before but it was that many opinions and it got heated it got really heated for a bit and i'm sure i heard it does but again i want to know people's stories about it like Cause I don't know if I did something, you know, like if I could have handled something differently, I think first thing I should have uh, removed myself a bit and just treated it like clients, like talk to them like I would, and then leave the phone conversation, let them talk amongst themselves. 
because that was just too much. And then I'm listening to some of the stuff they're saying and it's not correct, but like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't know and everyone has an opinion and I respect that, but it's, it was fucked. just wanted to say that if you guys are going through that, I get it. I fucking get it. Yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen. Those conference calls, even with friends and friends' parents and friends' parents' cousins and friends of friends who have realtors, there's just so many opinions being uh, handed off, not handed off, but just being espoused from people who have no idea what they're talking about. It really yeah. undercuts what we're trying to do, but we also <clears throat> have to address them and take them all as legitimate because we don't yeah. want to solve anybody and you have to keep the relationship going. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's just, it's hard when they don't, they see you, they like, they see me as a nephew. Yeah. So they just think, oh, well, you know, we're older. We, we're, we know more. So we're just going to tell them, tell them what to do pretty much. You know, that's how it goes with like family. A lot of the times they're just like, oh yeah, that's nice. But we're, let's do this. Let's try this because mm-hmm. they just think. So anyways, yeah, it's with friends too. Cause yeah. you know, they had like a reputation as like a fun, funny, like, you know, party friend basically. And then handling someone's most expensive asset. Like I've made a lot of funny posts about this. At least I thought they were funny Yeah. of, you know, their last images of someone, you know, butt chugging a fifth of vodka and then they're trying to sell them a house. That's not me, Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard to, you know, immediately put on your professional hat when you yeah. see these people in a setting that's mostly, you know, all recreation, alcohol, watching sports, playing golf, whatever the case may be. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's, you're at an inspection listening to, you know, Joe inspector talk about the roof and you're standing there like this, you know, with your, <laughs> you know, in your, in your button, Just nodding down, your head, nodding your head, not knowing what the hell he's talking about, but, but trying yeah. your best. Just the whole time thinking like, don't fuck this up, Joe. Don't fuck this up. Don't say anything stupid. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck this up. If you're at that, that's even worse when you have an inspector come in and scares the shit out of everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, terrible. what are you doing, man? Just how you have to fucking cock it a little bit. That's it. He makes it like the roof's falling down. <laughs> makes it like, you know, the south, the south end of the house is fucking collapsing. That's so, why when you've been in the business long enough, you work with inspectors that aren't alarmists. Oh, yeah. You kind of have your rotation of people, thankfully. And you set but- up the situation. I tell people, you know, you're probably going to see this in the inspection, this in the inspection, this, and then we just kind of go from there. That's Bowie. If you can hear him, that's how I got, um, I got sent a David Bowie shirt. Oh yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And it was because, uh, uh, Thomas Ryan, I did his podcast and Bowie came and jumped on the couch and started barking. So then he sent me a Bowie shirt. It's nice. It's very nice. You know, we send people shirts. Or did we think about doing that? Yeah, we thought about doing it. It was, uh, it was take, taking a little too much off the off the bottom end. Right, exactly. The back end. Um, yeah, there's a couple things we're supposed to be doing, like sending Calendly invites with times. Instead, yeah. we've just been kind of winging it. But we've been winging it, but it's good. I mean, that's I think that's what people enjoy. Jesus, you shut that Eric, thing up. Eric, can you talk for a bit? No, don't leave me oh, here by God. myself. No, I'll can talk. We? talk i was gonna mute but he's good now jesus bowie he's always if you would have left opinion. i literally just would have left also <laughs> we would have both just left <laughs> just two, two blank mics 
I need to touch on this too, because as we keep doing these clubhouses, we're doing conferences now together. Yeah, we're uh, speaking. We get, we're getting paid. Yeah, we're fucking getting paid. Hear that, everybody. So now if you ask us to speak. That's right. We are getting paid. Five grand a piece. That's right. And uh, and we're there. So let us 45 know. 45 minutes on Instagram. 45 minutes on Insta. Um, if you want us in person, it's 10 grand a piece because uh, and you need to pay for travel. But yeah um in the and, room and everything yeah five-star hotels of course mm. four um, seasons only yeah that's i mean but that's a given i would think by now they would know that yeah but, um i need to say everywhere we go you were like and we've touched on this before you were kind of a celebrity in the real estate space so i mean let's be honest you're not brad pitt right so it's hard because there's like real estate celebrities like Ryan Surant and the million dollar listing. But if we were to compare it to just a normal celebrity. Okay. So you got like Brad Pitt and then you have like the extras on young and the restless, mm-hmm. you know, like the janitor in scene three, two minutes in uh, who doesn't have a, a line. Right. right. That's you're like just under that. But hmm. in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's, you've arrived, you know? Well, in so, the kingdom of the blind, the one-eyed man rules. <laughs> Have I said that before? No. You know what Wait, that means? No. Think about it. If there's a bunch of blind people. Yeah, so then the guy And there's the a one-eyed, one-eyed person. The guy, yeah. Yeah. Remember- So in, is everyone blind, but in you're the one-eyed person? In real estate, yes. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> in the real estate, uh, you know, influencer celebrity world, I would say most people are blind. And I because, have one eye. Well, I would say you're the most famous person in real estate other than, like, you know, Brian Maurizio selling Sunset. Like, for someone who doesn't have a show, you know, yet. isn't on TV, doesn't have a show yet, I would say you're kind of, unfortunately the cream of the crop you know what i mean like that's kind of you're pretty much a household name within real estate well that's the goal is to get the brand to a household name get you to a household name get you know everybody that does anything affiliated with the broke agent to become a household name yeah when anyone thinks of anything funny they think of the broke agent hopefully so i think that's that's the goal and you know social media has definitely helped with that now i'm trying to come from behind the scenes a lot more. And that's why Clubhouse has definitely been helping. It's a great way for people to get to know you and like your personality and attach an actual persona to the brand as opposed to someone who's just pumping out content from you know, their basement, basically. You should do that, but you should also be in front of it more too. Like Dave Portnoy, Yeah, I started following Barstool so much more because of him. Yeah. I fucking love him. Yeah, he's great. And like his uh, pizza He handles reviews. every situ- his, every situation he handles yeah. perfectly. Every it's scandal. So Have you seen his TikTok with people calling out his skinny jeans? Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's so good. Like, I just like him as a person. And I think people would like you if you Thank showed you. yourself more. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to. And, yeah, I know you're you know, just saying you're going to start with one a week. But even mm-hmm. like those rants that I do, like in the car, I yeah. think stuff. And you used to do that too. Like you used to have like you would just like say an opinion on a story or whatever mm-hmm. like i think people like that yeah i think now that the world's opening up again and i'm gonna be in my car more 
(laughs) that will actually help produce more content. But seriously, when you're in this little 1100 square foot apartment with somebody else, it's really hard to do any of this. I know. It just, yeah, like to, to get the, the guts or the, uh, uh, you know, enthusiasm to actually film yourself doing something. It's embarrassing. The other day I was trying to film. What, what was that thing that I posted that remember I was texting you about it. Oh yeah. I was supposed to be on a podcast on last Friday. Oh yeah. And I couldn't yeah. remember who invited me on the podcast and I had no invites in my email or anything like that. And I was going to do like a rant about it. I'm not a rant, but just asking who it was. Yeah. I filmed it maybe, maybe 15 times, <laughs> just a 30 second thing. And I was like, I look like a fucking idiot. I'm deleting this thing. And then I just put up the text. Yeah, you're getting two in your head. I'm getting two in my head now. And I wasn't before. I think just like now that I'm seeing there's, oh shit, there's going to be like 30,000 people watching this story. When before it was, oh, there's going to be 500 people. It was just a lot more intimate and didn't feel as pressurized, I guess. But yeah, I get that. It'll happen. Too sometimes you totally can get more in your head now as like I can only imagine with like the amount you grow even you were saying like with your dms and stuff how overwhelming that is like having all those requests well the, yeah it's happening to you too the problem is yeah once you stopped interact when you stop interacting with people especially in dms they hate you <laughs> or they see that you just saw something or that you're not responding and they're less likely to interact with your actual content so before it was really manageable i could respond to every single dm a day but now it's people submitting stuff and responding to my story so if i post a story and get you know 30 40 responses then that stacks up on each day you try to respond to five five or six of them but then it it hurts the algorithm too because it shows that this person is not responding yeah and it just hurts your overall you know relationship with followers and everything so that's why we're trying to do like the facebook group and everything where we could build a community a little bit better because that's the most important part yeah because i have like hundreds in there now yeah and I'm trying, like, I'm trying to respond and just let people know, like, thank them and whatever they're saying or answer their question, whatever. But it's, yeah, it totally gets overwhelming. And it's really, it was from that text message conversation that we posted the other day. Oh, yeah. The fake one. Those ones. That wasn't fake. That was real. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, it was real. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, do we sound like assholes right now talking about this? Um, no, I mean, it's not, I don't know, maybe <laughs> fuck Wait, like, I'm just saying it's hard to respond. I'm not saying like, I'm an incredible, per- I'm an incredible person as fucking trying to respond, but like, as you know, I also have to actually sell real estate, which a lot of people don't think I sell real estate. Yeah. You actually <laughs> they, do. They ask if I'm a, an actor, right? Like, <laughs> That'd be so funny if they just, do you know Andrew WK? No. He sings like, she is beautiful. She is beautiful. You know that song? No. Or anyways, he was completely like made from the record label. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's an industry plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they like made this like grungy rocker guy. And then he like auditioned for the part. And a lot of people like ask if it's kind of like, if that's what I did, if I'm just like an actor acting as a real estate agent that would be hilarious it would be funny eh? that would be it's such a genius way (laughs) to go about content is creating a fake real estate agent character well you could do it you could do it with so many industries if you were Mm -hmm. an actor with instagram you could niche down with different profiles in so many industries Mm -hmm. genius 
It really is. But the real estate agent is so perfect because you could do, you could have marketing videos that are purposefully so horrible. Yeah. And that people are wondering like, is this, is this real? Like, is this guy serious? Yeah. But you can also do car salesmen as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, and you could have two separate profiles. But I feel like realtors are trying to build their public persona a little bit more than like a car salesman. Like the realtor is the perfect person on social media because people send me videos of realtors that have the worst marketing videos I've ever seen in my entire life. And they're purposeful. And they'll say like, dude, you got to post this. This is hilarious. I'm like, I can't just make fun of this person, but it is objectively hilarious. And if someone could capture that character of someone who's trying really hard in real estate and just trying to put on this persona that's posting motivational quotes, doing property videos, and just sucks at it, would be, be so- a great character. We have so many ideas on this podcast. Yeah, we do. I mean, I've done that character a little bit on mm-hmm. my page, but it would be funny to go all in with that. It like, would. And like having, because Dick Slider mm-hmm. is he like, a, yeah, he's unreal. Yeah, he is. I, I wish you would post more. Because I think he's not capitalizing on how big he can be. Oh, if he just did reels. Because all of his videos, he has like three or four minute shows and little yeah. series and Which stuff. Which are really funny. Like really I, good. You should totally go check out Dick Slider because yeah. he's- Australian guy. Good Hilarious. Super good looking. And uh, he's hilarious. But yeah, if he did more reels. And sometimes he does those car videos and they're mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> you He blew up on your page. Yeah, he was the first agent spotlight or second agent spotlight yeah. I did. And everyone loved that video. He picked up like four or 5,000 followers from yeah. that. Maybe not that. but No, I think he did really. Yeah. Because I was talking, because we did a skit after that. Because I think That's I was right. the week before him mm-hmm. or after, I don't remember. But then from that, I met Dan, who you posted as well, mm-hmm. and both Dans. And then Dan Lee and Dan O'Neill, who we're going to have on Dan both were on the show yeah dan o'neill and then i did a skit with dick slider as well and that the collab slider the name's incredible and he's an incredible he's an actual agent but he's also Mm -hmm. an actor and he's an incredible actor number one property guru yeah he's a really good plays this like alcohol induced (laughs) like overhyped up realtor douchebag that's constantly on the prowl for like women and every interaction he has is super sexed up but it's it's hilarious and australian humor i think allows a little bit more freedom with that yeah because i feel like here if you create a character like that that was like hyper masculine and just you know however he is that it'd get a lot of uh pushback yeah i think so too but um bowie just broke into my studio but yeah, he just um, stick his head through the door. He just, he, just can blast op- the- he can open all the doors in the house because we don't have a uh, handle. We don't have knobs. We have like the handle. So he yeah. just jumps up and opens it. He Psychopath. Goes, <laughs> Nikki just got gum surgery. And she just walked too close to <laughs> Fucking bandaged up like with ice pack on her. That's hilarious. Um, the gum graph. Yeah, you got, got that, that too. I got that surgery too. Yeah, it's a it's a conspiracy I have with dentists and orthodontists. Okay. No one told us growing up that we shouldn't be brushing that hard, right? So I'm brushing at an angle like this, basically attacking and jabbing my gums for yeah. 15 years of my life after yeah. I got braces. And my gum is just completely receding. I basically have teeth dangling by a little stem or the root. And then I had to get like 
I don't know, a skin from my ass or something put up on my, my gums. And it was like $5,000 and I have to do it around my entire mouth. You still have it's to do not more? Ending. Yeah. I, I saw the, the guy, Dr. Cohen two days ago. And he's like, yeah, you're going to have to get this, you know, again on your lower teeth. I'm like, why the fuck didn't you just do it the first time then? Jesus. I got to come back here and do this again. Did you say, Hey, Dr. Cohen, you need to sell your fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> because i need to pay for this fucking shit Dude, dr Cohen, man he is he just he likes to have talk to me about college basketball he always tells me how tall i am like he's yeah. like my grandpa or something well he he's you know sweets you up and he takes your five grand yeah he just, <laughs> he's, he's just rotating he's just rotating my gum around different portions of my teeth <laughs> he should get into real estate yeah he should he's, he's incredible guy's a scam, he's a scam artist <laughs> ridiculous he actually wanted me to help him with his social media once like oh, after yeah? the gum surgery i remember sitting there i was on like half a xanax that they gave you <laughs> and afterwards he was talking to me about he's like yeah i'm thinking start of starting my instagram i was like oh yeah it'd be great i could help you get followers like people really want to hear about gum grafts yeah, post pictures of people's receding gums that's terrifying yeah it's, it's better than a receding hairline yeah, I took care of that too. <laughs> but yeah. Dr. Ben, that's Dr. Benham. Your entire face is receding. It's all fake. It's my gum. It's just all over my entire head. <laughs> Everything's receding and depleting. <laughs> I'm on Propecia. I'm on Biotin. I'm on like 15 drops. Holy fuck. I'm not man. letting this this thing go. I look like a See, lunatic bald. Like my a hair's cue thick. My hair's thick, luckily, because a lot of Italians lose their hair. Mine's thick. It's based off your grandpa, I think, on your mom's side. Yeah, and he your had mom's a full dad. head of hair. Sick. So I'm good. Yeah, full head of white hair. Nice. I'm going to look like fucking Pierce Bronson. Pierce Brosnan. Is that his name? What's his name? Pierce Brosnan. It's Pierce Bronson. You're talking about... But 007. Pierce Brosnan. I think it's Bronson. Let me just, let me just see real quick. Pierce, let us know. I just keep saying, let us know in the. Let us know in the. Bros- oh, Brosnan. Yeah, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. Handsome guy. He's like fucking 80. Yeah, that guy was born to play 007. He's my favorite 007. And His movies weren't that great, though. Well, he was he was the cover of Goldeneye and 64 Goldeneye. Yep. True. That's probably the greatest game of all time. But, yeah. anyways, we're. Uh, I think we're. Uh, I think we we're winding down. Yeah, we're done. Are we still recording? Is this uh, this on? Just it is the show. Or um, yeah, but let us know about the real estate world. Let us know what you think of the idea. If you have any ideas, because um, and if you know anyone who would be good for the show, and we're gonna judge. So yep, uh, you know, a, DM yeah. us your answers. We won't read them, but <laughs> join our Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, who knows. That joke might not make sense because that that portion of the podcast could be taken out. Well, um, no, that'll that'll still be there. It has, right, to, still be has there. to still be there now. All right. Well, there you go. Um, and yeah, let us uh, let us know if you've had a bad encounter with family or friends selling real estate, and um, let us know yeah. who your favorite uh, 007 was. Yeah, also. that's good. Let us know if you have receding gums and hairline, and what yeah, let us know if you want a referral to Doctor Cohen, <laughs> or if you can help him grow his Instagram. <laughs> anything else we should have them let us know no and let us know if you know anyone who can get us verified on instagram but they are everyone that, that you should definitely let us yeah. know. yeah so if you gotta you know if you got someone let us know until next time folks
Y'all take care now.